Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the I Will Prevail Podcast. Today's episode, Top 10 Christmas Movies Slash Specials. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the I Will Prevail Podcast. Episode 3, Season 3, Episode 6. I think that's what I said. I can't remember at this point. Yeah, looks like that's what it is. Um, Today's episode is the Top 10 Christmas Movies slash Specials. My Top 10. Now, this came up. Uh, I, was, I didn't really have anything planned for today. The headache thing is finally going away. You'll notice I'm on the couch because, uh, look, there's just a lot going on right now. The other room, I've got stuff 3D printing. And I've got uh, stuff from the Glowforge that's being painted and orders that are going out. I've been sleeping on the couch the last five or six days. It's the only way I could keep my head stationary so that the, the pain doesn't hurt. It's just been a long, you know. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do today because I haven't had a chance to interview anybody. Uh, and Alan, my friend Alan, who is a... a devoted listener on here uh, had messaged and said, can I do a top five uh, horror movie, Christmas horror movies? And and honestly, I've only seen one that would constitute two would be the Krampus movie and uh, Gremlins that I would think could be considered horror movies, Christmas horror movies. Um, and so I called in, to Tom, who will be, I'll be seeing Tom uh, next Monday and Tuesday, so I'm not sure if it'll be next week, but Tom, I messaged him, I was like, hey, give me your top five horror movie, uh, Christmas horror movies, and of the five of them, I'd only heard of two ever, um, and then he had some really good insight on one of them, so I was like, okay, stop sharing the information, uh, because uh, I want to hear it from him firsthand, because one of them, the, the first thing he told me about one specific movie is a very interesting fact that uh, is something that would be good to talk about plus tom and i are very good conversing with each other so i'm excited to do that with him and we'll probably record uh quite a few episodes when we're together of just about random things because uh it's always good to have some extra ones in the can and i think that that uh, maybe we'll string together a i don't know a little run of episodes that he and i do so we'll see but Alan's suggestion uh, made me go, well, why don't I do my top 10? Because I know in the past we've done uh, Christmas movies and and we went online and put whatever the top movies are. I know I've talked about them in the past, but I don't know that I gave a actual like thought to my top 10. And when I sat down and took about an hour actually just going through and looking and like looking up movies, because you forget about certain movies. And then there was ones, you know, because... Look, there's movies like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and Elf and A Christmas Story, and it's the standard ones you always think about, but there's certain ones you don't think about, and then when you just kind of spend some time digging, you go, okay, wait, I liked this quite a bit more than this, and I liked this quite a bit more than this. So I I put together a top 10 list of my favorite movies, and uh, those that know me, well, already know that there's a couple of standard Christmas movies that I don't particularly care for. As a matter of fact, I really don't. They're just boring to me. Um, and I'll go ahead and say that right now. Nightmare Before Christmas, I'm not a fan of. I love the aesthetic of it, and I love Danny Elfman, so I love the music behind it. The movie itself is just whatever to me. It's kind of boring. 
Um, it, it just seems to to drag up. Like I said, the aesthetic's really cool. I love the look and, you know, um, and the fact that it's stop motion. I love that too. But it's just the movie itself is whatever to me. Um, and then the other one is a Christmas story. I don't like the movie. It's boring. It takes too long. It's got a lot of one-liners in it, but then a lot of quotable stuff. But for the most part, the movie stinks. Like it's my opinion. Um, but by the time they go to the mall to see Santa and they're waiting in line, like at that point, I'm always falling asleep or I'm just like, this movie is taking forever. And then they go do the, the parade. You know what I mean? And, and the parade's weird. And there's like, you know, like Dorothy and the, and the wicked witch. It's just, it's just a really weird movie. It's not, I don't think it's good. Um, we actually watched the second version of it, and it was good. Uh, if you liked the first one, you probably like... To me, it was fun how they gave a callback to the first movie, but I don't think I'd ever watch that one again. So that's how it goes. Now, this is not just movies. This is movies. For the most part, they're, uh, they're movies. That's about 50-50 of movies to uh, holiday specials. So uh, one that, that I have to go with the honorable mention first is the Charlie Brown Christmas um, it, there's something about it that's kind of cool. Uh, same with the Grinch, the uh, the original cartoony one. But even that one, if it wasn't so short, it would be boring. Uh, luckily, that one is very short, and uh, and I can get through it. Now, the live action Grinch is whatever to me. I could care less about it. My daughter really likes it, so when I watch it with her, I can enjoy it. Same with Nightmare Before Christmas. But typically, I just go in the other room when they all decide they're going to watch it here because I really don't care. Um, so. With that being said, um, let's start from number 10. Number 10 is Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. If you've never seen this, it is, and I, I quote this, I quote the, really the only line that Mr. Bean has in the movie. Uh, and if you've never, it's, it was from the Mr. Bean show. Now, I can't remember where I first saw this. Um, and I wish I could remember, but when I saw, the first time I saw Mr. Bean, I was blown away at how, uh, what's his name? Rowan Atkins, I think is his name. Uh, hilarious, this guy is. They He only has one line in it, and he says, Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. And I'm just like, I love it. It is my favorite line. Um, you really, I won't even ruin it for you. I can't talk about the movie too much because it's all, uh, it is all, the episode, I should say. It is all um, physical comedy. For the most part. And if I describe it, I'm literally taking away the comedy of it. It's not like another movie where I can go, well, you know, this is based off of the standard blah, blah, blah. It, it ruins it. So do yourself a favor. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. It's probably half an hour long. I'm, I think maybe 45 minutes. I don't even think it's that long. Um, I'm sure they have it on YouTube. If not, it's probably somewhere. It's got to be somewhere out there. Uh, but it's very, very good. It's fun. Uh, number nine, The Muppet Christmas Carol. This came out in 92, I remember, because it came out my senior year in high school. Uh, I want to say I saw it in the theater, um, and it was good. It was It's a it's a really good one. It's, uh, oh man, who was it? Michael Caine, I think, was uh, Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge, um, and Kermit was, uh, oh, I can't remember. Uh, Kermit was his... I can't. I can't even remember at this point. I don't remember all the characters' names. I've seen 
multiple renditions of a Christmas Carol. Um, Bob Cratchit, is that his name? I don't remember. Uh, I believe this is the first time Robin was in it, which was which is Kermit's nephew, I believe. Uh, I really that's actually one I need to watch again this year. Um, because when I thought about when I came across, it's like, man, that's a good one. And I've watched it quite a few times in the past, but even now trying to remember, there's only certain movies where you're like the Christmas movies that you're so addicted to that you can kind of quote the whole thing and you know, everything start to finish. That's one of those ones that I really need to to go back and watch again before I start giving out information that's incorrect. But, uh, so yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol, good movie. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. This is the Rankin Bass cartoon version this is the one with the magician with the hat the hat blows in uh they put the hat on frosty's head similar to the song uh he comes alive the evil magician is trying to get the hat back but here's the thing like i believe it was his hat to begin with so there's some weird stuff about it um one that uh, with rankin bass they have a lot of uh the claymation stop motion ones that were huge when I was a kid. And it's actually crazy because most of those, I think the Rankin Bass ones, I think they were the 60s, if I'm not mistaken, the late 60s. I don't even think it was the 70s. But as a kid, you know, uh, well, I know I take that back. I think a couple of them were in the 70s, actually. Um, but as a kid, those were the specials you look forward to every year. They were on one time. It was that sign that went... And it just said special and it swirled in and it went, and I don't remember if it was CBS that did it or whoever, but when it made that, look it up, you'll know what I mean. Uh, and it just says special. And like, that's when you knew, like you had to look in the TV guide and it always hit like, uh, I want to say it was like one a night or it was like, It'd be like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Nestor. And if you've never seen Nestor, Nestor is a fun one. Nestor the uh, long-eared donkey. Uh, but I think it would be like Rudolph and Nestor, kind of a not not as known one. You'd never have like uh, Santa Claus is coming to town and Rudolph in the same night. That just wouldn't happen. Um, but it was always... You know, it was cool to see all the Rankin Bassos. Those were huge. Now, uh, the the Frosty the Snowman was an animated one. It was not a it was not a stop motion one. Um, I think it's a really good cartoon. It's it's thoroughly enjoyable. Um, it, yeah, I it's one of my it's it's one of my favorites. Now, uh, number seven is Santa Claus is coming to town. This is the Rankin Bass stop motion one that has the best Christmas song ever or best song ever in a Christmas show or special. And that is one foot in front of the other or you put one foot in front of the other. And it is the one where uh, where St. Nick is trying to convince the uh, what is that? I can't remember the, the snow, the snow wizard's name right now where he's uh, he's trying to the snow, the snow wizard's trying to be a good guy. And uh, he essentially tells him that, you know, it's it's as easy as learning how to walk. Uh, I actually it was interesting. I read a comment one time on uh, like the video just because I watched the that music number on YouTube quite a bit. There was actually a guy on there that said, uh, I know this sounds weird, but that's how I, I guess he was in a car accident. And that's how he learned to walk again. He's like, I used this song to learn to walk. Like I would just sing it in my head, which seems silly. But if you think about it, like it is something to keep your mind off of things, you know, and, and, and to focus on something, you know, um, I thought that was kind of cool. 
Um, but yeah, so so well worth it. And then there's another. I think that's the one with Burger Meister Meister Burger. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even remember right now if if Burger Meister Meister Burger is in there. I think that's the one with the yo-yos, right? Now, now I'm getting all confused. Uh, yeah, I'm 99% sure that that is that. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> look, I don't watch all these every year. That's why I have a list. It'd be nice because I'm actually going to start watching them uh, today, probably, and just go through all of them again. Uh, number six, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. If you've never seen Mystery Science Theater 3000, it is uh, a callback type of show. A uh, What do they call those? Um, okay, so recently I went in, uh, to Las Vegas. Oh, not recently, in October. I went to Las Vegas with Tom. We went to a drive-in. I believe I talked about this, and it's where... Um, I can't think of what they call that now. Talking back, it's essentially like Rocky Horror Picture Show, where you they kind of interact with the movie. I don't know what they call it. Darn it, I can't think of what it's called. Essentially, Mystery Science Theater. What they do is they'll watch the movie and they'll make jokes about the movie as it's currently going on. Like if there's a a group of people running, they'll be like the Packers won, the Packers won, or something just silly jokes like that um like there was one uh, the one i remember the most was from the mystery science theater 3000 the movie the actual movie and that one was uh uh this planet earth i believe is the movie they did in that one so they watch old movies and they riff on it that's what it's called riffing on it thank you uh they also do riff tracks um but mystery science theater in that specific one like there's the tubes that like in in the movie these they're on this alien ship and the tubes come down around them and uh, like some gas comes up and then the lady turns to the guy and she's like i farted and he's like i farted too and it's dumb humor it's silly but it when this came out was 90 i was in high school 1990 i believe is 89 or 90s when they started and my friend chad and i used to watch it every saturday when it came on when the movie came out in the theater it was so good um but the santa claus conquers the martians is very good because the movie itself is awful like it's so bad it's good um but then when you have the guys riffing on it it really makes the movie that much better in my opinion so mystery science theater 3000 santa claus conquers the martians not the santa claus one because there's another one called the Sa- called like santa claus or something like that but uh santa claus conquers the martians totally worth watching in my opinion number five is scrooged this is the one with bill murray um anything with bill murray is gold in my opinion i think he is uh quite possibly the funniest comedic actor um of his of of those guys i think he's potentially the funniest uh i him i I think he's great i think uh steve martin is great i think he's always been funny um every movie he's in he's he's just he's funny uh chevy chase is good in everything he does, although I've heard, you know, obviously putting aside who they are as a, as a person, but Bill Murray, if you've never seen the the uh, Legend of Bill Murray, I think it is. It's like a documentary on Bill Murray, and it's crazy. Like, like he'll just randomly show you. Just have to watch it. Like he walked into like a, a college party one time and just went in and started doing the dishes, and it's like he's just. 
And then he like like he lugged equipment in for a band that was playing. He's just he's awesome. Like Bill Murray does crazy stuff. The stories of <laughs> of stuff he's done is amazing. Um, but yeah, you, you really need to watch the thing. But Scrooge, he is great in that movie. That movie uh, I believe came out when I was in high school as well. Uh, a lot of these were Christmas movies about the time I was in high school, which I think is why. Uh, this is when you're going to the movies and seeing them. And then at Christmas, you go see the Christmas movies that are coming out, right? The new movies that come out at Christmas time. Uh, Scrooge, very, very good movie. Uh, has some great special effects in it. Um, lots of practical effects, which are really cool. Um, yeah, just a good movie in general. Uh, okay, yeah, that's, that's kind of it on that. I don't really know how much more to talk about uh, on that one there. Number four, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, and this probably should have been number three, I think. Uh, but National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, uh, classic, funny. It never gets boring. Uh, every time I watch it, there's jokes that, and I've seen this so many times, there's jokes that I forget are in there. Uh, the, cousin Randy is, uh, or, or wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Cousin Eddie, uh, played by Randy Quaid. Sorry, Cousin Randy. Played by uh, Randy Quaid is so funny in it. Um, There's just so, there's so many things. We, like, we just, uh, Cole, my son and I were just talking about the other day. Like, there was something that had happened, and then he was like, oh, like, Uncle uh, so-and-so. And And it was like the one uncle in there who I can't even remember his name. (coughs) Um. But he said it, and it's just like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, that's, you know. So there's just so many times that that bits of that movie come up in life, you know, or like, and I think it's just it's like, there's so many people have those weird aunts and uncles or those weird things that happen at Christmas. Or if you look at now the overdoing of lights that everyone does and the competition with lights, we actually, speaking of which, just watched uh, Candy Cane Lane, which is the new Eddie Murphy one. Uh, cause it has like uh, in the street, on the street, everyone's competing with all the lights for, for a cash prize. Um, has Ken Moreno in it, who I absolutely love Ken Moreno. If you've never watched the state on when the state was on MTV, it was a sketch comedy show, uh, in the late eighties, early nineties. And, uh, Ken Moreno was on there. Uh, he, I love him so much. He's so funny. Uh, he's in this, he's great. And uh, Eddie Murphy's classic Eddie Murphy. There's so many lines in there that you like when he says it. It's like you couldn't have been more Eddie Murphy when you said it. Uh, it was good. It, look, it's it was an average movie. It was it was good. I don't need to watch it again. Uh, the premise has had some actually a really the premise was solid. The premise was solid, uh, but the movie was good. That was it. And then we watched uh, what was the other one? Uh, 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 the new one with Ludacris. And I can't remember which one it was. Essentially, um, it, I think it's on like Amazon or whatever. Um, a Christmas story. I don't, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a new one that's out. Ludacris, the uh, old, uh, old the hip hop artist uh, slash actor. Jingle all the way. I don't remember what it's called. Doesn't matter. Uh, it might be called Jingle all the way. Not sure. Good movie. Uh, same thing. It was. It was okay. Uh, and then we watched another one and, uh, it was, it's, uh, I'm going to look this up real quick, actually, while we're sitting here. Um, uh, Mick Foley. So if you don't know who Mick Foley is, uh, Mick Foley is a professional wrestler. 
and let's see, <clears throat> Mick Foley's 10 favorite Hallmark movies. Um, if you know what Mick Foley was, he was Mankind, he was also uh, Dude Love and Cactus Jack, uh, one of the like original hardcore wrestlers. He is absolutely amazing. If you've never seen him, uh, the, him against The Undertaker at Hell in the Cell when he got thrown off of the cage onto a table, it is the most incredible thing. And he got thrown through the top of the cage, and then the chair hit his face and it knocked his tooth up, and his tooth was sticking out of his nostril. It is unbelievable. Uh, this dude is is amazing. Uh, and he's like a total Christmas dude now. That's it's all he's about is, is Christmas. So he had one called Christmas at Pim, is at Pemberley Manor. So Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Uh, he's, he raves about how great this movie is. We watched it, and I have to say, of the Hallmark movie type of movies, it's, it's fun. It, I enjoy it. Um, it's, it was cute where I would watch it again, uh, but it is a Hallmark movie type of vibe. So just knowing that ahead of time, uh, and then let me see what ludicrous, uh, let's see, ludicrous Christmas movie. That makes it easy. Dashing through the snow. Okay. So that one is on Disney plus, but dashing through the snow is the new ludicrous one. And again, it's, it's average, it's average, but it's not bad. You know, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't need my my money back uh i have to say the eddie murphy one was two hours long so it did feel a little longer than it should have been but it was a good movie so where were we at here national lampoon's christmas vacation again great movie so quotable so funny um there's not a there's not really a slow point in that movie in my opinion number three is gremlins the reason gremlins is because as a kid that's one of the horror movies that I could watch if we want to say scary movies, whatever that didn't scare me. Um, the gremlins were a, were such a cultural phenomena in my childhood. My son absolutely loves them. That's his favorite of, of all the movies. The gremlins are his thing. Um, yeah. As, as a kid, gizmo was, was everything to us. I, we loved gizmo it was amazing. Um, and to this day, still huge. That's a movie I can watch from beginning to end at any point throughout the year. I will say Christmas because it does happen during the holiday season. Um, arguably the best Christmas movie. Arguably. But I'm not going to say it is. Because I think these two are better than it. I, I would uh, One and two, I would almost say are interchangeable if not for the history with me number one or uh, number two is elf now elf the we're talking about the one with um uh buddy the elf whatever that guy, what's that guy's name <laughs> i can't uh will ferrell uh elf is a great movie it it's so good um the writing in it is correct it has that rankin bass throwback vibe um will ferrell is hilarious in it James Kahn, right, plays his dad. He's great in it. Uh, everyone's actually, it, it's it's a great movie. Oh, Bob Newhart. We've all seen it, right? I don't have to name everyone that's in there. Uh, but it's just solid from beginning to end. Um, and and Will Ferrell 100% makes, it, makes that movie great. I don't think you could have put anyone else in that part and had it be as good. Uh, he's Will Ferrell, typical Will Ferrell in it, but not over the, not... Overly Will Ferrell, if that makes sense. I, I had a problem with Will Ferrell movies when it was like Talladega Nights, um, Semi-Pro. It's like once, anytime the movie had a tagline, Talladega Nights, the story of 
Ricky Bobby. Once they started putting taglines in, that's when the Will Ferrell movies got old. They were all the same movie, kind of like Mike Myers, where they were all just kind of like the same movie rehashed. It's like, okay, I'm done with this actor slash character because it's the same character in every movie. I think with Elf, it was perfectly written for him. He is the perfect casting in it. It's very, very good. Start to finish, it's so it's a great movie. Uh, and then number one for me is actually The Year Without a Santa Claus. This is the Rankin-Bass one where Santa is uh, sick and he decides to take the year off. And there's no Christmas spirit anymore. And essentially, uh, a lot of... It's funny. A lot of these movies now are based off of people losing Christmas spirit. Well, not now, but a lot of them are like the Christmas spirit is down, the spirit meter is down, and and you need to believe, and, and people aren't believing in Christmas or in the spirit or, or or Santa Claus or whatever it is, and because people aren't believing in it, things are are deteriorating. And I've noticed that that seems to be the uh, the um, the the premise behind a lot of these, you know. Uh, but you're without Santa Claus, the year without Santa Claus, Heat Miser, Cold Miser. Uh, their songs are both great. They're great songs. Um, arguably up there with put one foot in front of the other from Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, but a year without Santa Claus, the year without Santa Claus. Um, it's just so good. And it's not half an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, they did a remake of it. And I have to say the, I want to say, wait, man, was it a live action one? I just remember Nathan Lane, did, they did a new version of it. And the problem is the new version comes up and the old version doesn't. And we had to buy the old version. Luckily, we bought it years ago on uh, on Amazon or whatever it was uh, because the new version comes up. And I don't, the new version is just not good. I think, oh, as a matter of fact, they did a live action version because uh, Lenny, of Lenny and Squiggy, what's his name? Michael McKeon, I believe is his name, uh, played the Snow Miser in it. And I want to say uh, the Heat Miser, the live action one, the Heat Miser was played by Nathan Lane. I believe that's what that was. Uh, but then again, like I said, they did do a new version of it, and the new version's trash. It is not good. Uh, go go find the old original version. So, yeah, so there you go. That is my top ten. Number ten, we'll go back through it real quick. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Number nine, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Number eight, Frosty the Snowman. Number seven, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Rankin Bass. Number six, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Number five, Scrooge. Number four, National Lampoons, Christmas Vacation. Number three, Gremlins. Number two, Elf. And number one, The Year Without a Santa Claus. All right. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed that list. Uh, go check out some of those movies. After you, if you've already watched them, you've probably watched most of them or all of them. Uh, comment on them if you want to have uh, conversations in the in the chat below. We can talk about them. Uh, if you have ones that I missed, put them in there, and I'll kind of give my feedback on it. Uh, see if it's one I've seen, you know, or if you have suggestions of ones that I should watch. Let's, let's do that. So... Uh, thank you, as always, and I will uh, be talking to you guys uh, Friday. Oh, no, probably. I think later on today we have another 12 days of snack list coming up. So uh, those of you on Patreon, sorry. If you're not on Patreon, then I'm not talking to you. <laughs> if you're not on Patreon, I'll talk to you next Tuesday. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.